Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Wednesday, November 9th, 5.42 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. December corn futures up three quarters of a cent at 6.68 and a quarter. January soybeans up three at 1449 and a half. December Chicago wheat down three quarters of a cent at 827. December Kansas City wheat up a half at 946 and a quarter. December spring wheat up two and three quarters at 953 and a quarter. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. As always, ratings and reviews, very much welcome. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, hit the like button, drop me a comment. If you've got a yield update from your neighborhood, crop updates, basis updates, anything along those lines, drop it in the comments. All that stuff really helps YouTube to help me to grow this channel. Appreciate it as always, guys. If you'd like some additional information from me, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service today. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. Morning email goes out about 5.30 a.m. Central. In that email, you'll see every overnight headline you need to be aware of. Charts, graphics, all of my grain marketing recommendations, a lot of weather info. My daily subscriber-only videos are part of this. Yesterday, I talked about U.S. corn exports. We've seen kind of a bad pace of sales, a poor pace of shipments. I talked about the implications in regard to the balance sheets. We may see USDA address this item in today's report, as a matter of fact. Um, report day is a good day to be a subscriber. I've got a lot of information out in a very timely manner on report day. Usually, I've got a text blasted out with the headline uh, you know, within a minute, and I've usually got a quick video analysis sent out within 20 or 30 minutes. If you guys are interested in this sort of content, sign up today, 50 bucks a month, cancel at any time, no other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else, I promise. I'll discuss the election really briefly because I know that a lot of you guys like watch this thing first thing in the morning. So it appears for the moment that Republicans will win the House, but it's not a guarantee. Um, the the pundits are not ruling out a Democratic victory uh, as of yet. The Senate's a little bit different story. Republicans did not flip any Senate seats as of right now, and Democrats actually flipped one. So the way it, it looks right now, uh, if, if I had to guess, would be uh, Republicans take the House, uh, Democrats keep the Senate. That's the uh, very early news that I have this morning, and this will probably change by the time you guys watch this, especially you guys who uh, watch a little bit later. But that's a quick update. I don't have any commentary on it. Don't have any interest in discussing uh, politics here, but that's the deal. I figured maybe there'd be some interest in that. Uh, to get to more grain-related news, Ukraine would like to expand the Black Sea grain deal. Now, we know that they'd like to extend it. The deal expires next Saturday, which is the 19th. Uh, what they'd like to do is, of course, extend it for a year, and they'd like to include additional Ukrainian ports. There's one port in particular, the southern port of Mykolaiv, which accounted for a third of Ukrainian grain exports prior to the invasion. They're not using that port now. They'd like to. Uh, so an expansion of this is something that maybe is seen as a bearish item in regard to wheat or corn. We're still not really sure where Russia stands on any part of this. We don't know if Russia is going to be involved in the extension. We're not going to sure we're not sure if they'll have issue with an expansion to include additional ports. Uh, Russian rhetoric regarding nuclear weapons has subsided quite a bit as of late. We haven't heard much talk uh, surrounding that. So uh, all of this appears to be moving uh, in in kind of like the right direction, I guess, for the moment. 
We've got a crop report today. This is the monthly crop production and WASD report. It will be out at 11 a.m. Central Time. So traders expect little to no change when it comes to the 2022 U.S. corn and soybean production estimates. Like no big yield changes, no big acreage changes are expected. That doesn't mean it couldn't happen, but nobody's expecting that. Uh, what we may see is higher carryout estimates for the United States, and that would be the result of lower demand numbers. Like that corn export number maybe needs to come down. Maybe some of these soybean uh, demand numbers need to come down. So uh, we'll see what happens today, but that's the general expectation. This uh, November report is typically not the biggest market mover relative to other USDA reports. Uh, this will be out at 11 a.m. Central Time. COVID headlines out of China are very much back and forth. So now they've got lockdown spreading again in some parts of the country. They've got a new Omicron variant that's emerged. China in total reported 7,700 new COVID cases uh, on Tuesday. That's the highest daily total since April. Large portions of Chinese manufacturing hub Guangzhou have been locked down. Officials in that region said that this is the worst outbreak since the pandemic began in 2020. Now, just yesterday, it was reported again, this was a Wall Street Journal report, that Chinese leaders are considering steps toward reopening after you know nearly three years of COVID restrictions, but they have no timeline. And now you've got this new uh, surge of cases. I think this had something to do with the weakness in crude oil yesterday, maybe weakness in uh, some other markets as well. Well, you know, the uh, weather here this morning, you got some scattered rains over parts of uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin, maybe a little bit here over parts of Illinois, uh, maybe some snow up north, northwest. Next seven days is kind of dry for a lot of the Corn Belt, just some scattered rains. It looks like this uh, central to northern area of the Wisconsin-Minnesota border may see some rain. In regard to your river situation, uh, that could be helpful, I guess, but there's not a ton of rain in other river valley areas expected. Um when you look at the 6 to 10, we've got some cold weather, um, kind of a, a cold front that's going to roll in here Friday or Saturday. I'll discuss that here in a second. But the the uh, precipitation, not expected to really be a whole lot. So this river thing could continue to be a problem. When you look at the river levels, they bottomed, posted record lows in like mid-October. They're now like two, two and a half feet removed from those record lows at Memphis, Um so they've improved a little bit, but the forecast really doesn't look that great. So I don't know how much additional improvement uh, you're going to see here. When it comes to these cold temperatures, the map on my screen is the expected lows for uh, Saturday, this coming Saturday. So you can see here like North Dakota could be like in negative territory, uh, maybe in the teens in South Dakota, Iowa, Illinois in the 20s, 30s. Uh, this is going to be some cold stuff that's going to roll in here uh, Friday or Saturday. We had some flash sales reported yesterday, uh, four different ones. We saw some corn to Mexico. We saw some soybeans to China. Uh, Mexico also went for some soybeans and uh, unknown destinations in for some soybeans. These were not huge amounts, not necessarily game-changing amounts by any means, but certainly good to see. Uh, these are the first flash sales since, I believe, October 28th. Traders, again, have been concerned, I believe, about the pace of corn sales and shipments in particular. So this is a step in the right direction, but not, again, like a big game-changer by any means. Cattle market was uh, mixed yesterday. We were uh, mixed to, I guess, mostly lower and live cattle, mixed in feeder cattle. There was some light uh, cash trade on the Fed Cattle Exchange, 148 to 149, which would be off a little bit from last week. U.S. dollars a little bit higher this morning. The stock market is marginally lower. The S&P is close to flat. The Dow's down 80 points. Bonds are about flat. Gold's down four bucks. Crude oil down 75 cents in the December WTI at 88.12 last trade. Have a great day, guys. Remember, report at 11. I'll talk to you same time tomorrow.